What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. Today is Thursday, September the 14th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 929 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game and on the baseball diamond at the historic Granger Stadium tonight for the game two of the divisional series against the hated Carolina Mudcats. But we'll get to that in a moment. Man, it is baseball playoff time today here in Kinston. And I am I am geek beyond belief for it. Listen, before that, though, we've got another great show for you here today. Joining us in less than 20 minutes or so, he'll be uh, hanging out here in our plush, well-lit and well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive. He's the sales executive to the stars at WRNS at Bob 93.3, at betonthebull.com, at our Hispanic station. I don't know. I don't. I, we have so many stations here in Eastern North Carolina. I don't even know. Uh, I can't even name all of them. You know what? We'll make him name all of them when he gets here, but it's our good friend uh, Jason Bryant, and our brother Jason Bryant, joining us here uh, live. Uh, he's dropping the kiddos off at school right now, and then he'll be uh, joining us right here, sitting across from me, looking all lovely and everything. And we'll be talking about a ton of stuff. We are going to talk uh, high school football. We've got a big game this Friday night. In fact, tomorrow, this Friday night, heck, it's tomorrow night. <coughs> Viking Field, as uh, Kenston will be hosting South Lenore. That's going to be a big game. Uh, very excited about that. Two teams desperately in need of a win. And uh, I think it's going to be a very good game. Uh, we're going to preview uh, East Carolina and Appalachian State a little bit and much more. Heck, I'm wearing my Joey Logano shirt just in honor of him today. So I think, uh, or my Joey Logano racing uh, jersey. Oh, it's sweet. It's very sweet. I need to get a picture of me and him together so you can see it. I don't know what inspired me. I was like, you know what? I think I want to wear that today. So uh, guess what, Jason? You get to see me sitting here in my Joey Logano shirt. It's going to be awesome. But he'll be with us here uh, in less than 20 minutes or so. Uh, like I said, as soon as he drops the kiddos off at school, he'll be here. And we'll have him for the whole first hour, and very excited about that. In our second hour, we've got a treat for you. Uh, two of the most important movers and shakers in Lenora County are going to join us in Tanya and Waylon Adams. Now, Waylon is scheduled to appear. We'll see if he actually turns up or not, but uh, Tanya definitely will be here. Uh, man, both of them are uh, big wigs uh, throughout the county and a bunch of stuff, but uh, Waylon is the director of the Lenora County Fair and Tanya helps him out with a bunch of that stuff. She's also the president of the Kinston Rotary Club. Uh, they give so much of uh, their time to our town and community. Uh, she's also the one that does my hair. So when you see me out and about and you see my hair looking all all snazzy and uh, sexy and alluring, 
then uh, you you can thank Tanya. You should go up to Tanya and say, hey, I, I want my hair to look sexy and alluring like uh, Brian Hanks and Linda Whittington and see what she says. <laughs> but they'll be joining me here. They'll be live here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio too. So uh, very excited about that. There'll be no, well, unless the world blows up, and let's hope it doesn't, uh, there'll be no calls on the Spence Automotive guest line today. I'm sorry, Keith, unless you want me to call you, and I'll call you if you want me to. But uh, that's our, our guest for today. It'll be uh, Jason Bryant here in the first hour, and we've got a lot to talk about when he gets here. And then, like I said, Tanya and Waylon Adams. And, yes, I've got an asterisk beside Waylon Adams' name because uh, he usually he lets, uh, he lets Tanya do all the talking, but I'm sure she'll let him do a little bit today too. So, uh, man, what a fun show today. I'm going to just jump right into tonight, tonight, tonight. Woo! You need to be out of historic Granger Stadium. It's game two of the playoffs of uh playoffs of the uh east of the Carolina League North playoffs between uh our down east Wood Ducks and those hated Carolina Mudcats. We are up one game to nothing. It's a best of three. So if we win tonight and I don't even know why I would even John Clemens, Greg Clemens, I don't even know why I would use the word when we win or if we win, when we win tonight uh, we will advance to the championship series uh, against either Myrtle Beach or Charleston, and that series will begin Sunday at Historic Granger Stadium. So all we got to do, we got two chances. We can win tonight. If we don't win tonight, we got we can win tomorrow night, and we make it to the championship series. I want it to happen tonight, though. I'm going to be out there. The Brian Hanks Show is going to be out there in full effect tonight as uh, Jonathan Massey, co-host of the show here, will be throwing out the fir- the ceremonial first pitch that is going to be awesome. Uh, so uh, John is going to do his best to be there. Work may keep him from being able to come, but I, I will still stand by what I said on yesterday's show and the day before yesterday's show too. That's right, Greg Clements fired up and ready to go. He's got about 10 O's in his go. We are going to win this game tonight and make it to the championship series, and it's just going to be exciting. But, uh, I, hey, I stand by what I said about John Dawson uh, both days this week. He is giving out free hugs, okay? He wants all the free hugs that uh, that you want to give him. Preferably, uh, well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, he, he does not discriminate. Man, male, female, tall, short, uh, skinny, big guy like myself. And you know what? Give him a hug. Just tell him you heard here on the Brian Hanks show that he is giving out free hugs, and he will love absolutely love to give you that hug so uh when you see him out at the game tonight guys we need to be out there it's thursday night there's i mean you've got jv games okay you know what you can miss a jv game this is a playoff game get out there tonight let's support them and on top of all that guess what we're gonna sexy it up for you a little bit here you go out to the game tonight you're one of the first 1,000 fans that go through the gates tonight guess what you my friend are going to get a free and beautiful and lovely rally towel. It helped Tuesday night. John Clemens will tell you that we were down two to nothing. The Down East Wood Ducks were down two to nothing up in the armpit of North Carolina in Zebulon, North Carolina. Ugh, just it hurts my mouth even just saying that. It's such an awful, awful place. And uh, our our beloved Woodies were down two to nothing to the hated Mudcats. And guess what? Our guys, uh, our, our uh, we had a contingent of Wood Ducks fans there. They had the rally towels ready. They were out there waving them, and guess what? Rallied us to three runs in the sixth inning. We go up three to two. The hated Mudcats tied up three to three. 
and then we score a run in the top of the eighth, win that game four to three, and guess what? Those towels are going to bring us through tonight, but you get one, your very own Brian Hanks show rally towel. If you're one of the first 1,000 fans to come through the gate tonight, so uh, I will see you out there again. Uh, Jonathan Massey throwing out the first pitch tonight, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, we'll be hanging out after that and watching uh, our uh, down east Wood Ducks make it to the championship series. And I just I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am. I've not been able to go to a game in a minute with a bunch of life responsibilities, but guess what? I will be there. Hot Linda will be there. Jonathan Massey will be there. His beautiful wife and child will be there, uh, and hopefully John Dawson will be there. And I know John wants to come for all the hugs he's going to get tonight. So, again, don't forget, free rally towel and free hugs from John Dawson at uh, tonight's uh, Down East Wood Ducks playoff game. So, you know you can't miss any of that, okay? Uh, Mr. Clemens, are you going to get a hug from uh, John Dawson? You need Message me and let me know that. I need to share that with our listeners, too. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill me. Okay, uh, Man, uh, over at LCC, I tell you what, before I tell you the great things that are going on at LCC, especially Fiesta LCC that has taken place this Saturday, why don't you allow me to tell you a little bit about our title sponsor of Yeo Brian Hanks Show. It's Lenore Community College. For more than 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston. Snow Hill or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And yes, that chuckle is because I just got a text from Greg Clemens that I will be sharing here in a moment. Uh, but Hey, thank you to, uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, uh, Catherine Pearson, Prudencio, uh, and all the folks over Jeannie Kennedy, uh, Sharon Miller King, everybody over at Lenore community college, she- uh, Shelly Barnes, David Barnes. I'm trying to think of everybody I know over at LCC. Thank you to every, Timothy uh, Maddox, everybody over there that uh, are uh, part of our sponsorship that uh, brings you the Brian Hanks Show every day. We truly, truly do appreciate all our friends and all the folks over at LCC. Thank you for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. Hey, I did get a message from uh, Greg Clements here after his challenge. If he's going to give, if he's going to get his free hug from John Dawson, and he said yes from a distance. Ha ha ha! So uh, there you go. Oh, Dawson, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, Oh, he's going to also raz Jonathan Massey for throwing out the first pitch along with others. So it's going to be fun tonight, man. I'm telling you, uh, I just, I can't even begin to tell you, we have a chance to clinch a trip to the championship series, to the Carolina League championship series. All we got to do is win tonight. All you got to do, dear listener, is show up cheer on our wood ducks we need that stadium packed tonight i'd love to see 1500 1700 fans out there tonight and i know again it's a school night it's thursday but you know what get out there and support uh our, our down east wood ducks let's do that tonight okay uh hey lcc uh they've got a couple of great things coming up here in the next week including starting saturday uh, it's going to be fiesta lcc out <coughs> on the campus here in Kinston. 
uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, uh, 231 North Carolina Highway 58. Listen to all the great things, and it's all free. Well, you're going to have to, if you, if you buy food, you'll have to pay for that, obviously. But, man, all this entertainment, there's going to be music out there. There's going to be a DJ Tony is going to be there. Sandra Padilla, a singer, is going to be out there. I am not even going to try to pronounce this other band's name. So, so Ciudad Anamio, Anamo. You know what? I know that uh, I know Jason Bryant can help me out with that. So he'll be here soon. Hey, bring your kids. There's going to be face painting. There's going to be a bouncy house out there. Uh, the Happy Hopsies rabbit, rabbit Rescue is going to be out there. You'll be able to pet, pet a bunny rabbit. Uh, the Outdoor Horseback Riding Service is going to be out there. That'll be in the children's area. There's going to be a folkloric Latin dance uh, by the Takiri. Oh, by a couple, by several groups that'll be doing folkloric Latin dances. That's going to be fun. Yes, my Spanish is uh, not as great as I want it to be. Uh, listen, there'll be a lot of community resources, so if you've got... Uh, if you've got Hispanic friends that uh, maybe need some need some help, you can take them out there too. There'll be some community resources out there, and then food trucks, the tropical kebabs, and more. Uh, there'll be Puerto Rican uh, cuisine out there, and the JMK Taco Express tacos, quesadillas, burritos, all kinds of great Mexican food. I got to tell you, Linda and I are going to be out there for that too, and we're we're not even going to eat breakfast. Okay, we're going to go out there, hit the food trucks. Jump in the bouncy house. Well, I don't know. I don't think they'll let me in the bouncy house. But just enjoy uh, Fiesta LCC again uh, this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. out at LCC at the Kinston campus. Uh, I asked uh, them. They were on the show with us, Prudencio and uh, Catherine Pearson, last week. And uh, I was asking where it's at. Listen, this is all you need to do. Get on campus, drive around till you see it. That is going to be uh, the way to do it. Hey, Greg, okay, let's go back to the nice game. Greg Clemens just said he hopes Shane Albee is going to be fired up on the mic. I can guarantee you that. Uh, Shane, I know you're listening right now. You are. At, I know he's absolutely going to be fired up on the mic, too, as we're going to take down uh, the, the hated Carolina Mudcats tonight. It's just going to be a great environment out there. But it's going to be a great environment, too, on Saturday uh, out at Fiesta LCC. So be sure you get out there for that and enjoy that. Uh, also, the Little Mermaid is coming up. I've seen all kinds of uh, ads for it. See you, Scotty boy. <laughs> Scott Whittington on his way to Boone right now. I don't know about right now, but he'll be on his way to Boone soon. That rhymes. To, uh, along with the ECU football team as they will be taking on uh, the Mountaineers of Appalachian State University. But we'll talk. We'll, we'll get some talk in that with uh, Jason Bryant here in a little bit. But uh, listen, Little Mermaid, uh, it begins a week from tomorrow. It'll be September 22nd through the 24th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the following Friday, Saturday, Sunday, September 29th through October 1st, starring our friend, she was here on the show. She'll be on the show next week. We haven't figured out what day yet, but we'll get that figured out for you. And she's going to sing a couple of numbers from Little Mermaid. But our good friend Holly Holder will uh, be on the show promoting uh, that next week. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to hear her sing. She's so, so, so multi-talented. And, uh, again, get your tickets now. Uh, you heard what she said when she was on the show. You heard what Catherine Pearson said. They sold 70 tickets uh, and like in, in a one day period, I mean, this is going to be a very, very popular show. Uh, there's going to be hundreds of people at, at each performance. So pick out the day you want to go either a Friday night, a Saturday night, or a Sunday afternoon. 
and uh, you can go out and watch the Little Mermaid. It's going to be, and again, go to uh, uh, lenorecc.edu backslash the Little Mermaid. Just don't do, don't just do Little Mermaid. Do the Little Mermaid, and uh, you can get out there and uh, and watch a, a really great play. It's going to be a lot of fun, absolute lot of fun. Uh, what can we talk about here now? LCC volleyball. Uh, again, I mentioned it yesterday on the show. Uh, according to their website, they have a game this Saturday. I know, uh, thank you, Ricky Whaley, who was listening the other day and gave us an update. They were supposed to have a game last night on Wednesday night. It ended up getting uh, postponed. Uh, they, in fact, their matches over the weekend were postponed too, but they're supposed to have a match at home Saturday, they'll be, uh, according to the schedule, taking on Kristen Dumb University. And uh, we talked to Richard Clark about that. He's our Virginia expert, too. A uh, Kristen Dumb University, is from, they are from Front Royal, Virginia. It's due west of Washington, D.C. That match is scheduled, again, on their schedule at 2 p.m. We'll find out more about that when we have, uh, uh, well, We'll find out more about that. Ricky Whaley, let me know if that's true, okay? Because you'll get to hear our, our boy Ricky on the mic out there for that game or for that match. That'll be fun. You know, we've not talked about it in a couple of days, but I am not going to let you guys forget about it. It's October the 21st from 3 to 9 p.m. at Pearson Park. Bradfest is going to be on, uh, is going to be going on. We're going to try to get Allie Warnock on next week, maybe even Chris Moore again, to get a little update about what's going on with that as we're about two weeks out now from Bradfest. It is going to be amazing. Uh, the bands that are going to be out there include the Something Else Band with our friend Mickey Weatherington, uh, just a great musician here in our neck of the woods. Uh, he is going to be uh, participating in that. Uh, the Wicked Shimmies, Dewdrops, 8-Track in the Headliner, which was one of Brad's favorites, uh, the Mac and Juice Quartet. Uh, there will be an after party at Stanley Saloon with the Mad Fiddler after that too, so uh, be sure to get out there. And support that. And go ahead and put it on your calendar. We've been talking about it now for a while. Um, you need to get out there and support that. It'll be a lot of fun. Now let's get let's uh, let's talk to a let's get a couple of more ads here, and then Jason Bryant will be here with us. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than ten years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring The Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414. Or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960 The Bull and 960thebull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kenston for your next set of new or used tires. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. 
We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing Eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Down East Protection Systems. And I got to ask you, Jason Bryan, is there a house better protected than mine? No. It's like <laughs> Fort Knox, east of the Mississippi. <laughs> Absolutely. And why is that? It's because of Down East Protection Systems. Man, Jason Bryant joining us. A uh, little uh, mix-up in our plans this morning. Uh, he is joining us. He actually is joining us on the Spence Automotive guest line this morning. So, hey, we get to use the guest line this morning, dude. Absolutely, man. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, dude, dude, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, man, we've got a lot to talk about today, and I've saved all the football preview stuff until right now because I wanted to pick your brain about that. You were out of town last week, and uh, uh, I, I don't have the standings right here in front of me, but I, I, are, are you in first place in our standings? Um, according to my mathematics, mathematical skills i am up on coach smith one game i believe and you're two games up on me if i'm if i'm correct so uh uh, man i need to get my game i need to get my picks together i don't know what i think maybe i've gone with one team too much and we won't make we won't mention any names here jason bryant but i've gone with one i understand understand that and i usually y'all whooped my tail last year and i finished last and i I'm not finishing last. I'm going for no worse than a fourth-place finish this year, so I've changed my (laughs) philosophy and got my heart out of some of these picks. Yeah, I think that's my problem, too. Well, let's – before we – and I know you were out of town last weekend with your lovely wife for uh, your anniversary, but uh, you've seen these scores. You've seen everything come across, so we'll quick hit those real quick. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about last week because I definitely want to preview tomorrow's games, which is ironically what we will also do. With the uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show that begins at 5 o'clock tomorrow from 5 to 7, we'll have interviews with every coach in uh, our area tomorrow as uh, we preview all the games tomorrow night. But the big Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week is South Lenore at Kenston. Two teams, I said it earlier today, Jason, and I, I mean it, two teams desperately in need of a victory tomorrow night, right? Yeah, they are. You know, that was the one I got wrong last week was Kenston game. Um, I did not see that coming. Um, felt like at, after they had, had beaten Green Central and then, again, um, the big win at Aiden Griffin the week before, I really felt like they were going to, you know, handle business and take care of a very average to below average Washington team. But that just was not the case. And I was just great. Were you a, you were still out of town. You didn't go to that game, right? No, sir, I didn't. Well, let's jump into that, though, anyway. A 12-7 to loss to a, a little Washington team that, that Kenson had defeated uh, three years in a row going into it. And I, I, listen, yeah, that was the only one you missed, but guess what, Jason? Everybody missed that one, all five of us. Uh, myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, 
Paul Whittington and Keith Spence. So don't feel bad, dude. We uh, we went as a group. We went zero and five on that game. Uh, just from what you've heard, and again, your ears to the ground a lot here in our neck of the woods when it comes to prep sports, especially prep football. Just what do you think happened in a twelve to seven loss against uh, the Pan Pack? Um, I think what happened was I think Washington came out strong, kind of jumped out, and um, they basically didn't do anything after the first quarter offensively. Kenson moved the ball up and down the field at will. Washington could never get anything going. Kenson just couldn't get in the end zone. I think penalties, some missed snaps, you know, a couple of drops down there, and they just couldn't get it in. And I think that's the difference in the game. So I know I know Diesel and, and his crew are not going to, you know, let that happen again. And I, I would expect some specific goal line and red zone packages to be put in their playbook going forward. And, you know, if you learn from it, it's not such a bad thing, but you always hate to lose a game like that at home. Absolutely. And I tell you what, just the skill positions on this team, on this Kinston Vikings team, are just so young, Jason. I mean, well, I know we did their game a couple of weeks ago against Green Central, and I mean, what, you've got a sophomore quarterback. You've got freshmen in the starting lineup. I mean, and it seems like, I mean, there's a senior or two sprinkled here and there, but, man, this is a – this is as young – I got to tell I was saying this last week, uh, Jason – I've been covering football here since 2002 season. I'm not so sure. And you've been here a lot longer than that. Have you ever seen such a young Kenston Vikings football team? No, um, but there's a lot of things uh, that go into that. It's, it's the, the kids, the different sports they play. And, and then, I mean, um, you know, Ryan and, and the way he's building this program and, you know, he's – He's not being controlled by the kids. He's got a great thing going over there. And, I mean, if you're not all in and you're not buying all in to catch the football, you're not doing the workouts, you're not doing the things that um, are to the standard, then, I mean, hey, he's going he's gonna to roll with the ones that want to be there. So I, I think that probably has something to do with the numbers. But, I mean, going forward, I mean, wow, I mean, if he's got these kind of numbers with sophomores and juniors and freshmen, I mean, what's he going to look like two years down the road when he has a loaded senior class and he can pick and choose from the underclassmen to fill some key positions? I mean, it's going to be very dangerous a couple of years down the road. Absolutely. That voice you're listening to, Jason Bryan, is sales executive to the stars from WRNS, joining us on the Spence Automotive guest line here this morning. And uh, just to stay with Kenson, just for another uh, question or two here, I, well, we got a chance to see him. I've only we've only seen Kenston one time this year when they beat Green Central, and uh, the Copper Kid is just amazing, man. I mean, I a sophomore he plays on both sides of the ball. He's as good a receiver or as he is a defensive back. How special! And you've seen him more than I have, Jason, because uh, I know you've been to a couple of practices. You've been to more games than I have of Kenston. How good is this copper kid? What is what is the what what is the uh, the ceiling for him? He is very good. Can you hear me? I think I lost you. For no, a no, no, no. You're there. I can hear you great. Okay, sorry. Um, he's, what what's to happen is, and what happened to Aiden Griffin? Back and 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 pull pull some. I remember him having one catch in that game, and that was late. Um, or the crush, 
Okay, Jason, Brian, hey, you're you're breaking up. You must be driving through a uh, a, a bad area right now. You want to? Let me see if I can hear Fallen you now. Creek. Go ahead. Fallen Creek Golf Course. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I can now. Go ahead. Yeah, I had but one catch in the Aiden Griffin game. They were doubling him all night. Well, what does that do? The other receivers had huge nights. I mean, they didn't stop throwing the ball just because of copper. I think that's the big point in here. I mean, they have a, a complementary group of skill positions like you've already talked about that's going to allow, and they're just looking for that one mistake and that home run ball to go to Copper, and and uh, and that just puts the nail in the coffin for opponents against them. Absolutely. And, and again, going back, I'm going to circle back to that 12-7 to 7 loss last week. This is what it, how it's been described to me, Jason, is that, and again, you weren't there, but uh, what Scott Whittington was there who watched the entire second half, and what he told me was that uh, it was almost like the Duke-Clemson uh, game in that Clemson just dominated the game statistically. I mean, they moved the ball up and down the field. They'd get down to the one-yard line. They couldn't punch it in. Not that Kenston got down the one-yard line, but they were in the red zone multiple times in the second half, and they just couldn't punch it in. And that's got to be frustrating as a coach when you when – you, play that well and you just can't get the ball and i mean they finished with seven points just like clemson did against duke yeah i mean right look i haven't had a conversation with with anybody because uh I just hadn't made those phone calls this week but my guess is saturday morning early ryan and a couple of his guys were in the film room trying to figure out what they could have done different i guarantee you they found it i guarantee you they have have put stuff in to fix it because if if i know them the way that i think i do then that was a very frustrating and uh not good time for them and i wouldn't expect to see that again absolutely and i agree with you wholeheartedly that's enough on kenston we'll get to that we'll preview their game here in a moment i do want to give ricky whaley some love he did just hit me up about lcc volleyball he said they play a tri-match <coughs> excuse me uh, a three-team match versus christendom and mid-atlantic christian that'll be in elizabeth city this Saturday, Mid Atlantic is uh, Mid Atlantic Christian is hosting the match. So, thank you, Ricky Whaley, and uh, for uh, giving us that update on LCC volleyball. We truly do appreciate that. On the line with us right now on the Spence Automotive guest line is Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the Stars of WRNS. We are looking back at last week's uh, games, and we won't spend a lot of time on this one, Jason, <coughs> since we spent five hours out there the other night at uh, Deep Run. And I got to tell you, I was just I was very surprised. I didn't. I picked Richlands to beat South North the other night. I know it's going to shock you. You're probably going to fall out of your chair after I tell you that or <laughs> fall out of your seat, but I did. I mean, I just – I looked at the numbers and I uh, just realized that Richlands going to win. I got to tell you, though, I had no idea that uh, the Wildcats were going to beat uh, South North 48 to nothing. It's the worst loss in that series history, in that 52-year series history between Richlands and South Lenore. Uh, the, the worst loss, like I said – Sorry about that. Uh, ah, coughing all morning here. But uh, so so what we need what we need to do is I need to flip this. I need to interview you so you can tell me what happened because I have no clue. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Take it over. So so what did you see that that's the biggest problem that's hindering South and North from from being where they want to be at this point in the season? Uh, just youth, youth and inexperience. Uh, we were talking about how young Kenston is, and Kenston is extremely young. Again, let me reiterate. 
the youngest I've seen them since 2002, since I've been here. I'm sure at some point in their 53 or 54-year history, Kenson's been younger, but they have not been as young as I've seen them in the 23 years, 22 years I've been here. Let me tell you this, dude. South Lenore starts a freshman at quarterback. They start a freshman at running back. Two of their four wide receivers are freshmen or sophomores. Uh, they do have a couple of seniors on their offensive line, but uh, they have more underclassmen, freshmen and sophomores, than they do juniors and seniors in their starting lineup. That was one of the things we noticed as we were going through the starting lineup. It is crazy, Jason. I'm telling you. I Now, again, they would be a heck of a JV team, I think, uh, if, if he was able to keep some of these kids down on JV. They're just very, very, very young. There's some talent there, but what happened to them Friday night, Jason, is that they, they fell behind 12 to nothing. They turned the ball over early. Uh, they fell behind 12 to nothing two minutes into the game. I'm serious, dude. It was exactly 10 minutes left in the first quarter, and uh, Richlands had had two offensive possessions, two plays, and they scored on both those plays to go ahead 12 to nothing. And, dude, you know this, man. I don't care who you are. You fall behind 12 to nothing two minutes in the game that's going to take the wind out of yourselves a little bit. Now, they did recover a little bit, and it, it was like the meat of the sandwich. They actually played pretty well. I mean, they held Richlands to a, a three and out one time. They held them without scoring on two or three drives. But then in the third quarter, it just got away from them again, and then we had a running clock uh, pretty much the entire fourth quarter. In fact, you would have loved this, and I know Ed Hawkins. I don't know if you've heard. Have you have you talked to Ed? I have not this week, no, sir. <laughs> Jason, you would have loved this. And I don't know. Uh, hey, God bless those people who stayed with us to the very end of our broadcast Friday night in a 48 to nothing running clock situation game. Hey, dude, we had all the awards given out. We had the post game. We did our, you would love to. We gave plenty of love to our post game sponsor and all that. But we had air, all the awards given out, and we were off the air about 90 seconds after it hit triple zeros on the clock. I know how nice. <laughs> exactly. Well, dude, there was no need. It was 48 to nothing. Like I said, uh, what early in the fourth quarter, there was absolutely no need for us to hang around for 15 minutes after the game ended. We literally, when it hit triple zeros, coach Smith had already given out his awards and uh, we said our goodbyes and dude, we had the equipment and everything broken down and in my car and we left with the rest of the traffic from the game, dude. Nice. Well, <laughs> let me, uh, let me piggyback off what you're talking about and 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 just say the South and Lower football job is a very tough spot because football, I've said it, and it, everybody listening is going to say, oh, here we go again with the numbers thing. That's exactly what it is. When you don't have kids that want to play football and the ones that do want to play suffer because there's not as, there's not enough of them, Ryan. And it is, we've talked about it for the last couple of years, but let me say this. Harold is the right person for that job, and he will figure out a way to get the kids involved that want to play football. It's just going to happen. And when will it happen? Maybe in the next two or three years with this group of freshmen and underclassmen, if he can hang on to them, then his numbers will be really good when they get to their junior and senior years. I really believe that, and and that's what I see um, in the future. This year, I mean, it's just going to be rough, but they're going to have to get through it. They're going to have to get through it. And, uh, you know, I made it very publicly known that 
you know, my senior year in North and North, we were 0 and 11. I was on that 95, 96 team that you talked about earlier in the week with losing streak. I lived through that, so I understand that, and, and it is a tough place to be in. Well, I'm telling you, uh, Coach Harrell, and I know you like him a lot. I sure as heck like him a lot, too. He's giving his all to that. By the way, did you miss the new press box, man? It is nice. I mean, it's, it's built on the same frame or whatever, but check this out. It was like 95 degrees, whatever, outside on Friday. Coach Smith and I walk in there, dude. It was a balmy 70 degrees in there. In fact, it got so chilly in there, we had to turn it up a little bit. It was so nice in there, dude. That's awesome. Actually, I'm uh, – the South and North have a JV team? Yeah, they do have a JV team, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. You'll be I, there tonight I, then. Yeah, I thought I thought so, but then it just hit me, you know, with all the underclassmen playing um, varsity, you know, I was wondering if they had numbers, but that's even better. That that even solidifies what I'm saying. Those kids will be ready in another year. But, yeah, I'm heading out to uh, South and North tonight for the JV team. Can't wait to catch up with some of the guys in South and North and just talk and catch up. It's been a while since I've been out there. So, hey, we'll see what's going on out there tonight. Well, make sure you spend uh, at least a few minutes up in that press box. Because, really, they've done a great job. And let me tell you something. Coach Harrell was so proud of it. You know we, you know how early we get out there anyway to do the pregame show and everything. So, he and I got to spend about 15 minutes together. And, dude, the new crow's nest that they've built out there, uh, that it's actually beside the uh, press box now instead of being separate from the press box so you go up the you know you go in then you go up the ladder to where the announcers are you either go left or you go right and it is awesome man i mean you i it takes a lot to impress jason bryant but dude you're going to be impressed with what the work they've done out there for that dude i will give you my uh ranking and rating <laughs> as soon as uh as soon as I get home tomorrow. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, that was the South North game last week. Like I said, just it got away from you. are down 12 to nothing in the first two minutes, and uh, they they recovered a little bit and slowed down Richlands at that point. But then it just, like I said, it just got away from them. Uh, we'll see what they do tomorrow night. Dude, what? And it, we'll get to North and North in a second. I do want to talk about Green Central, and I don't know. I've not talked to Coach Wilson yet. We'll talk to him as part of our pregame show tomorrow. It's the Relo Discount Drugs pregame show. But from everything I've seen, I we got to get Trey. I give Trey Scott some credit from uh, News News Sports. He had a pretty good report on it on their site. As they uh, just the Green Central game last week against Eastern Wayne. I mean, a team that that this is what separated you. Jason, this is what separated you from the rest of us last week. You were the only one that picked Eastern Wayne to beat Green Central. They do in big time, 53-26, to 26, but they didn't play the fourth quarter of the game because of uh, fights on the field and near fights on the field. I, I, I got to tell you, I've really heard nothing. I haven't had a chance to talk to Coach Wilson again. We'll talk to him tomorrow as part of the Real Discount Drugs pregame show. Have you heard anything about the situation in Snow Hill last week? No, I have not, but um... – what I what I do want to say is kudos to Trey Scott. He's 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 a Green Central alum. I mean, his kid goes to Green Central, and you know, I just want to pat him on the back a little bit. That's a hard thing to report because you just kind of want stuff like that to get buried. You don't. We don't want to publicize negativity and everything that goes on outside, off the field, and in in the immediate surroundings. But I mean, he did what what he should have done and he let everybody know what happened so I, kudos trey i mean that's good but absolutely i don't have any insight and i don't know what happened um i do want to say the reason why i picked eastern wayne 
is listening to you and 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 Jay on the show last week. You know, Jay was right. All we got to do is get blackjack and and we win. But Eastern Wayne steadily was putting up twenty points a game against some decent opponents. Yep. And you know, I felt like after after the Kinston um, win against Green Central, I felt like Kinston was just getting going, and I felt like two or three weeks down the road that Kinston would have won that Green Central game easy, easily over Green Central. I just don't think their defense um, is as good as, as what Jay wants it to be, and I don't think he's getting – I don't think he's getting the air attack that he wants either, and I think they run the ball very well, but I just felt like Eastern Wayne was not a bad 0-3 team. Uh, uh, you're right. They had shown that three straight weeks of scoring 20 points a game against pretty good competition. And I probably should have used your logic too, but I just, I, I guess I'm going to have to realize Jason and, and I'm not denigrating uh coach Wilson or green central at all. You, we love him to death. Great guy. Great yeah. program. They're just not last year's team, uh, Jason. I mean, and that's the thing that I'm going to have to realize, especially <laughs> going into this week's game when they take on an undefeated North pit team on Friday night, dude. Yeah, well, the thing about it is, Brian, is is it's just like pro football and college football. I mean, it really makes us look like we're idiots and we have no clue <laughs> about what we're talking about. And people say, how how do these guys get paid to talk and sports and pick games and they and they don't know what they're doing? But I mean, high school football is no different than college and NFL, Brian. The first, especially the first couple weeks, but even. Even weeks three and four, we still don't have an accurate picture of who's who. I mean, the Kinston-Washington game is is a prime example of that. And the only thing you have to go off of is, is your recent memory and how good Green Central was. And when you saw them in person against North and North, they were, they were good. I thought they played a great game against Kinston. And that's what you had to go off of. So how else are you supposed to make these picks? No. No, I agree with you 100%, dude. But, again, kudos and love to you, man, because uh, you were the only one of our whole group that picked Eastern Wayne to beat Green Central, and you were right on that one. Uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, talk about North Lenore a little bit here. Jason, you've not had a chance to address that whole situation. Again, you were out of town when everything happened last week, and I can't even fathom. This is your alma mater. I know you have a ton of friends over at uh, North Lenore High School, as does uh, – your lovely wife and just your whole family. And I'm just, I'm going to shut up and just let you address the whole situation and just uh, your feelings about, uh, before we even talk football, let's just talk about uh, the, the sad passing of uh, Tony Hill and your, and your thoughts on that, Jason. Yeah. So I might need you uh, to just in, interject in a minute. Cause I might get long here and need a breath, but Tony, Tony Hill was a good man and he was a, uh, he was a good friend of mine in in grade school um, before he before he left public and went and went to Parrot. We played youth sports together. Um, Tony's just, I mean, he's a very unique guy, and I didn't know him. Um, I wasn't a good friend with him as an adult. Kind of, you know, it's one of those things you beat yourself up about. But I mean, it's just part of life. You get older. You know, you have a family. You have kids. You go separate ways. You go to schools, different places. You come back. But Tony was always always had a smile on his face. Um, 
spoke to him every time um, we saw each other in the press box or on the sideline. Um, he was my nephew's, uh, one of his baseball coaches out there, um, very respected um, and loved human being. And kind of want to piggyback off what Mike said yesterday without going into too much details, but it, if you notice, if you notice social media, you've seen what all of the educators and the other schools and even even the elementary schools that don't really understand um, what's happened. I mean, they all rallied around a person that really, Brian, they didn't know. Yeah. And I had a conversation with my nephew and explained that to him and said, hey, bud, see all this outpouring of, of respect and love and, and sadness? I said, any one of those people would have done anything to help him or anybody else if they knew there were, there was a problem, right? Yeah. You understand my point? I do. There, there, there's still good people in this world that will help you. Don't ever feel like you're by yourself because you're not. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, we'll get back to the football side of it. Talk about picking games and not knowing what we're doing and we're just having fun with this. Not in a million years would I pick North and Oregon, go down there and, and, and put a whooping on East Carteret like that. I just wouldn't have. I, I would have thought the emotion, everything would have been too much for the, the staff, um, the team. But, hey, man, let's give, let's give the coaching staff and the administration at North Nor huge pat on the back because they had those kids ready to play. Maybe they weren't playing football. They were playing for a bigger purpose. But, hey, it worked. And I hope and pray that it's something that North Nor can build on and then they become competitive and they found something because I think they all need it. Amen. I, dude, there was no need to interrupt you because you were spot on with everything there. That game that uh, Jason is referring to, <clears throat> excuse me, they uh, had postponed uh, the game from last Friday, understandably, of course, to this past Monday night as uh, North North went down to East Carteret and beat them 58-13. to 13. And, uh, Jason, I don't even know if you know or not, if you heard us talking about it, made history. It was the fourth highest uh, scoring game in North Lenore history, the 58 points, uh, only behind 63, 62, and 60 in 2016, 2019, and then again in 2016. It snapped an 11-game losing streak. To me, that was as important as anything. They had lost 11 in a row. That was the fourth longest streak of our tied for the fourth longest streak of all time. So, uh, man, just a, a, a good historic night and exactly what those kids needed, I guess. I mean, I would assume so. I mean, after everything, after just an emotionally wrenching weekend that they are uh, able to put together a game like that. And I'm with you. You said it exactly. I don't know. We didn't put it in our picks. I probably, I don't know. I probably would have picked North and Nora. And I, I say that now, of course, in you know, in 2020 hindsight, but I would, would you been at all surprised if East Carteret and it had won that game Monday night, Jason? No, Brian, if I would have picked that game, I would have picked East Carteret. Okay. And I bet uh, only would have picked East Carteret based on what I had not knowing anything about East Carteret, but knowing what I had seen from North and Nora and the struggles that they were going through. Um, I probably would have picked East Carteret just because I, I didn't see anything that would have indicated that huge of a turnaround and, and, and momentum for them. So I would have picked East Carteret. I'm a North, I'm a North and alum, very close to, to my heart. And, um, I just would have picked East Carteret. I mean, I don't know how to say it. I mean, I just didn't see 
I didn't see that coming. I hope they're off this week if I'm if they I'm correct. Are. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. So I hope they found something. I hope they dig even deeper into it and use this off week to put everything past them and just build on that that one positive thing. Um and I hope it turns around and they become competitive and can win two or three conference games. I really hope they can do that. Well, dude, I tell you what, they come back into conference play. Like you said, they're off this Friday night, which honestly, by week couldn't have come at a better time for North Norn. I think you would agree with that for sure. Yeah. But <clears throat> they're at home against Southwest Onslow on a week from Friday. And, dude, to me, a very winnable game, don't you think? I do. I, I I really do. I mean, I think I think Southwest Onslow's is going to have a down year, um, and I don't know who I'd pick in that game. Um, I'll probably it's pick in North Wheat North. Swamp. It's in Wheat Swamp, dude. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to talk about it on on the radio. If you listen to Bet on the Bulls, you'll hear some North North ads next week. Um, you know, inviting people to come out, but I expect that place to be yeah. rocking and a huge crowd. Um, and I, I mean, I think, I mean, who knows what will happen? I, like I said, I hope they build on this momentum and they found something that they can, some positive things that they can move forward on during this bye week. And I think, I mean, I think they can turn the corner and win that game. I really do. Absolutely. Uh, again, that voice list to Jason Bryant joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks show. He's our regular win, our regular Thursday first hour guest now. And, uh, very excited about that as that'll continue here through football season. Tell you what, we won't jump into, uh, just, just real quick, because I do want to preview, do, do little mini previews of these games. We'll go in depth. You and I will with, uh, with hall of fame coach, Jimmy Smith tomorrow night and Keith Spence, but, uh, Aiden Crifton, <laughs> Is there a better story in Eastern North Carolina, seriously, Jason, than a team that was 0-10 a year ago, that had lost the last two games of the 2021 season, had not had a winning season since 2019, and here they are now 3-1 and following a, uh, a nice win against Pamlico this past Friday night. Paul Cornwell, don't tell me coaches don't make a difference at, the, at this level. They certainly do, don't they, Jason? Well, he's he he's a legend, Brian, and and – you know, the Aiden Griffin team that I saw against Kinston is the old Aiden Griffin team. That was a hard-fought victory for Kinston at Aiden Griffin, you know, what two weeks ago now. And they did a lot of good things. I think Kinston made um, a couple of adjustments that took a couple of their key players away, and I thought Aiden Griffin kind of went away from trying to go to them. But Aiden Griffin's got a squad, and, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with them um, the rest of the year, but they'll be in – I think they'll be right up there in the top two or three in that conference based <laughs> on what I've seen. But it's one year removed from 0-10, dude. It's not like there was this infusion of talent from all over Pitt County coming to Aiden Griffin. They're essentially playing with the same players last year, minus some that graduated. I, I don't know. It just – it just makes me Brian, what? Go ahead. Brian, what happened at North Lenore about five years ago? Well, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. A team that – Call yeah. it the difference between Collins' first year and his second year. Yep. No, you're, you're... – They went on a playoff run. Dude, they should have won that game that we did. Where I were we know. at? South Granville? 
Uh, I believe so. Hold on. I had their thing up here a second I mean, ago. they were in that – yeah, you look at it, They were in that game and had a chance to win that game. Hold on. Because we did – Yep, we, they were down 20. They lost it 26-18. You're right, the historic season where they started 6-0. Uh, they were they were ahead in that game, and you're right at South Granville, just a heartbreaking loss that night. Yep. So I mean, it can be done, and it's just it goes back to kids' mentality, where their heads at, the respect they have for somebody, and knowing the system. Um, I don't know that I would expect a three and one. I if I had to <laughs> the pick, I probably would have. Going the other way at one and three to start, and or maybe two and two, but I really feel like Cornwell's as good as what he is. That by the time he got in the conference play, he would be a different team. So I expect them to make another jump, and like I said, I expect them to make the the playoffs and be you know the top three in that conference. I do. Well, how about Parrot Academy? And I know that's a team we're going to see over the next couple of weeks, not this week, but. Uh, the subsequent couple of weeks are going to be over at Hodges Field. As they had no, and again, I, I, they had no trouble whatsoever with Liberty Christian out of Richland, 75 to 12. Uh, in fact, according to Shane Albee, they played the, uh, they're basically not even their second string or third string. They played their JV team in the entire fourth quarter and a lot of the second half they were just up so much i I don't even know if there's anything to say about that other than they hit the record books a couple times there the fourth most points ever scored by a parrot academy team in the history of the program was 75 and then the third largest winning uh margin in school history with the 63 points anything you want to add to that well let's just simplify it you can only play who's on your schedule oh yeah um and eight-man football, Matt, is very limited on who who he can play and who he can't play. And he does a great job. It's well documented that he schedules 11-man games early in the year. Um, he could play very little, very small um, eight-man schools and dominate. But the proof is in the pudding. Parrot is the best eight-man football program in the state of North Carolina, year in and year out. and they just do what they do, and I just think, I mean, you can't read too much into into that because it, it was a very, I mean, they were the the better team, the better program with a, with a first-year school, <coughs> sorry, or a first-year program, but, I mean, you just hope that they keep doing what they're doing, and I think they'll have a little bit of better test this weekend against Rocky Mountain Academy. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Here's what I'm excited about, though. You know me. I'm a statistics junkie, and they don't score any points in their first game against Harold's Christian. They score 49 against Northwest Halifax. They score 75 against Liberty Christian. So what is it going to be this week, about 90, 92 points this week? I'm going to take the under, actually. <laughs> as well, you probably should. As well, you probably should. Okay. Let's, uh, again, we're going to go in-depth with every one of these games tomorrow night on the Real O Discount Drugs pregame show, which begins at 5 o'clock here on Bet on the Bull at 9.60 a.m. Uh, but I just want, you know, we've got, well, we've got about five, six minutes left here before we get uh, Tanya and Waylon Adams in here to talk about the Lenore County Fair that's coming up uh, in just a few weeks. 
But uh, let's uh, let's quick hit these games. Again, we're going to go much more in-depth. We're going to have interviews with all these coaches. As you mentioned earlier, North Lenore is off tomorrow night, which it couldn't happen at a better time. Bethel Christian will begin their season a week from Friday against Wilson Community. So uh, we've only got one, two, three. Well, we've got five games in our neck of the woods, and it starts with the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. South Lenore, one and three at Kenston, who is two and two. Kenston leads this overall series 19 to one including winning the last 17 seasons in a row. Now, here was a little neat little statistic I thought you would like, Jason. Kenston has averaged 37.9 points a game in this 17-game winning streak. South North, would you like to guess what South North has averaged in this 17-game losing streak for them? 13. 5.3. Wow. Yep, they've been shut out seven times. Last year, almost exactly what this streak has been, Kenston won 36-3 last year in deep run. Just real quick, like I said, we're going to go in-depth tomorrow, but your quick thoughts, South and North Kenston. I think South and North is overmatched based on what you told me about their, their youth and their skill positions. Um, more of the same. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't look for it to be any any more than, than 40. You know, I hope South and North can get on the board. I think it would be a huge – um, stepping stone for them, but that's that's really what I see. But it'll be fast action, and you know, Kenson's good on the outside, and they're good with their skill position. So look for just do what Kenson does. We'll see for sure. That is again, like I said, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. The pregame show, uh, Rillo Discount Drugs. Pregame show begins at five, then the game itself at seven, so, and you will hear it right here on BetOnTheBull.com at nine sixty a.m. Parrot Academy is 2-1 and one overall. They are traveling. Like you said, dude, I think it's going to be a really good game. They travel to Rocky Mount Academy, who is 2-2. Two two. Parrot Academy won this game 38-35 last year in Kenston. They've played each other 32 times, beginning all the way back in 1972. Uh, and the Patriots are 16-15-1 all-time against Rocky Mount Academy. Dude, it's hard to get much more close than that. Uh, they've played each other five times in the playoffs. Uh, they're three and two, or I'm sorry, yes, uh, five times in the playoffs. They're actually two and three, or I'm sorry, three and two all time against Rocky Mount. I'm with you. I think this might be one of the best games in the NC tomorrow night, dude. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, but every time we think, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> that something's going to be good. It swings to the, um, exact opposite way as far as I mean you just don't know uh, I would think it would be a back and forth game based on the history and you know that that overall record is the definition of a true rivalry yep when you just don't know it's a coin flip um, my money would, would be on Matt and Parrot um, but you don't know I mean you just don't don't know the environment Rocky Mountain's gonna have um, but that's a rivalry game. Um, yeah, it's a coin flip in, in, in my eyes, but I'm going with, with, with the hometown and parrot. So here I am giving away all my picks so you guys can gang up on me and try to take over. But yeah, we need to, you're in um, first place, man. Absolutely. Well, here's what stands out to me, dude. And their state championship winning season last year, they only beat, uh, Rocky Mount Academy by three points and they won the state championship last year. I think it's going to be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. I know uh, Matt wants me to pick against them because the one time I picked against them this year, they won that game. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Green Central, man, you talk about just a a turnaround in seasons. 
Green Central 1-3. and three. They're at home tomorrow night against undefeated, and it's been a long time since we've been able to say this, undefeated North Pitt, who is 3-0. They've played each other 51 times in this series that began in 1971. They've played every year except for the 2020 season uh, since 1971. Green Central is 32-19 and over all time against the Panthers from North Pitt, including last year's 48-6 win in Bethel. I don't know. I think it might be. I I may have to follow uh, your uh, your lead there, and don't tell us who you're picking. But I, you got to think that uh, it's going to be a at least a lot more competitive game this year between the Rams and the Panthers. Yes, I think it will be competitive. But um, you know, you got to think North Pitt's got some payback on their mind for that shellacking they took at home against Green Central, and um, the tides might have turned in, in in this little mini rivalry they have going, and. I'm going to put on my Jay Wilson hat and <laughs> think think like Jay would think if he was in my position and I was in his position and if I was coach and you're asking Jay to, to pick this game or making a, not just a prediction but analyze this game on paper and I think Jay would tell you that they got to show me something that I hadn't seen the last three weeks to turn it around. And that's my – my message, and I'll give Jason bulletin board material, but <laughs> Green Central's got to get back to what Green Central does and, 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 and show us who they are because at, right now I really don't know who, who Green Central is. I've seen good things, and then I've seen the last three weeks. So um, I want to see who Green Central is after this week. Well, very good. Well, we will save the other two games for the pregame show for tomorrow. Wes Craven is at Aiden Grifton. Uh, Aiden Grifton's 3-1. and one. Wes Craven's 1-3. and three. And then – Poor Jones Sr. had a week off last week, but they traveled to Lakewood in their final non-conference game of the year. Jones Sr.'s 0-3, hasn't scored a point yet this season in Lakewood, man. They're 3-1 and and just rolling. Like I said, North Lenore is off, Bethel is off, and uh, we'll we'll talk about all that tomorrow night in the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. Uh, guy, are you going to be at Historic Ground? No, you said you're going to be down at South Lenore tonight. Uh, do you want me yeah. – hey, you want me to grab you a rally towel? You think Connor would like yeah, a rally towel? do it. Yeah, and we're promoting that. And I do want you to tell my friends, Tanya and Wayland, I said good morning. And, uh, you know, we're partnering with them again this year. Our radio group is, Brian. Uh-huh. Um, Bob 933 is sponsoring the cheerleading competition for the second year in a row. And WRNS is a sponsor for the demolition derby at the fair. So we're happy to partner with them, talk to them about that, and tell them I said hello. Well, they are walking into the plush, well-lit, well-protected studio right now with Hot Linda and Molly has escorted them in here. They're getting their headphones on right now. So, uh, yeah, very excited to have them on and talking about that, uh, about the Lenore County Fair, which is coming up in a few weeks. Uh, Listen, Jason, you're the best, dude. Thank you so much. We will talk to you. I was going to say we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on the Reload Discount Drugs pregame show. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, dude. Uh, And that'll wrap up our first hour of uh, today's show, or our first hour and three minutes of today's show. Again, thank you so much to uh, Jason Bryant. Sitting here in my studio, the dynamic duo of uh, Waylon Adams, Tanya Adams. They will be our big interviews here in the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.